Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I- I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, it- is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. In a world full of mundane podcasts, one show rises from the ashes. Critics are calling it outrageous. Podcasts as we know it will never be the same again. Tonight, prepare for an epic journey where every step could be your last. The destination, a place where no maps can show. The mission, to rise above the rest. The danger, unimaginable. The reward, a shit ton of weed and laughs. It's going to blow your mind. This is To Be Blood. So sit back, turn up the volume, grab your weed, get ready to light those blood. For one we are back to be blood podcast episode 20 the coquito podcast <laughs> in studio we got frank knox tell what up frank yo what up podcast world we got high voltage omar here live in studio all the way from new york say what up high voltage what's up everybody and of course the scott late seat empty Fucking jabroni right here, you know? No wonder why him and Tim are friends. They're late, you know, everywhere. <laughs> I can't believe it. You know, we tell the guy 6 o'clock every week, and he shows up late, you know? Unacceptable. But whatever, it doesn't matter. We got a huge show today. We got another edition of Gas or Trash, which is going to be great. We got the artist Das from Connecticut. 
who submitted a track for Gas or Trash. We're going to play that today, and we're going to let you guys vote if it's Gas or Trash. You already know how it goes. We're going to play Stump the Scott if this jabroni ever gets here. Because, you know, Scott's about 50-50 right now in his games. He's terrible. Maybe he's uh, studying. Maybe that's why he's late. He's getting those last-minute cram session of uh, trivia knowledge. I hope so. Which, by the way, we're going to have new new rules here. It's only going to be WWE because, obviously, this guy cannot, you know, do anything else. No. He, even the WWE has been dropping the ball. I know. Well, if you want to call and stuff the sky, 8603847110, whenever he gets back in the studio, we'll play stuff the sky. We got weekly news, whole bunch of news from this week. And, of course, a very personal, very exclusive, very unfiltered interview with my man, Omar, here live on the 2B Blunt Podcast. How's it going, guys? Are you ready? Episode 20. We made it 20 freaking episodes, Frank. I can't believe it. We started this show, and it was just the two of us. I thought, that, you know, they were going to come knocking on the door to shut us down with, you know, the way we get lit up in this studio. Sub Jabroni tried knocking on my door last night. Oh, really? Dude, I'm sitting home. I just got back from the gym. I'm lighting up. I'm eating some food. And all of a sudden, this fucking no good jabroni starts knocking on my door. What the fuck did he want? So I'm smoking. I get paranoid. I'm like, maybe it's the cops. Because I always get people to come over and they're like, yo, you can smell from outside. So I'm like, shit, maybe the cops are here. So I let that shit run. They knock. They knock again. They knock again. I go in the bedroom thinking maybe they'll go away. <laughs> I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to hide. <laughs> the guy keeps knocking. Turning lights off. Dude, oh, I swear to God. Shit. So he wouldn't stop. The dogs are going nuts. So I'm like, you know what? Let me see who this fucking guy is. I open the door. It's this fucking Wesleyan looking kid. Talking about saving the water from chemicals. What? Trying to get me to donate cash. <laughs> what? Donate cash? Oh, yeah. So I end up cutting a promo because he literally knocked on my door for probably like eight minutes, bro. Eight minutes. This guy kept knocking and I wouldn't answer. He didn't get the hint. And I was like, dude, what if I had a child sleeping or some shit? It's 830 at night and you're knocking on my door. Looking for cash donations. Yeah. Yeah. And one, and, and not only that, you want me to write letters to Ned Lamont to, to my local representatives. Wow. So you, you opened the door and actually let this guy say what he needed to say. Well, no. I'm surprised you opened the door to, and say, shut the fuck up. He kept trying to cut me off, bro. Kept trying to cut me off. Wow. I was pissed. I was pissed. Here I am thinking the cops are knocking on my door. I'm over here getting ripped. You know? It's fucking bullshit. So did you give a cash donation? Fuck no. Just did you write a letter? <laughs> no. The guy's like, you got a working printer? I'm like, fuck you. Talking about working fucking printer. What do you Snacks want? A cup of water. Yeah, that's right. You want a hey, snack, you bro? Some, you got some H2O in the house? <laughs> some checks mix? Well, we don't have any H2O. We got some HVO right here. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> so before we get any further, we got something to do. And that's the ceremonial lighting of the blunt right here in the studio with special guests. I've been waiting for this all day, man. Me too. So before I go any further, I ask you both, are you ready i'm ready i'm ready i said oh it's about fucking time the scott's here (laughs) wow what's up and it's fucking the repair jacket. Yeah, you know he had to work because there's a worker in the studio. He's, got, he's like, I gotta impress him. He's got, <laughs> he's got to impress him. He's got the repair gimmicks. The Scott. What's up, bro? What's up, Scott? Got your new setup over here. Let me turn your mic on. 
Rudy is about to light the blunt, but you rudely interrupted me. I know. I'm, de- I'm delaying the lighting in the blunt. Let's go. All right. Like I was saying, are you ready? Scott's ready for that bottle of water. Let's go. Off All right. I said, are you ready? I'm ready. We're ready. Then, for the four of us in this podcast studio and the hundreds listening at home and watching live on the Facebook stream. Ooh, let's get ready to smoke it. Tell him, Frank. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Smoke it! That's right. We got kick bombs loaded. We got the drinks popping. Scott's trying to get set up. You showed up on time, would have had this problem, damn it. Listen, it wasn't my fault. We want to blame it on Walmart? We'll blame it on traffic. We'll blame it at work. Fucking Walmart Scott. Walmart Scott. (laughs) Just 95.7's got Walmart. Jeff, we got Walmart Scott. You know? At least our our Walmart works at Walmart, you know? That's true. Very true. Scott, how do you like the new setup? Dude, it's beautiful. You don't even have to talk into the mic as crazy anymore. You can just leave it right there. Yeah, it's beautiful, man. That's it. You know? So you're good. Everyone's good. Everyone's set up. We got the blunt lit. And this is where it's at, man. I have been waiting all day to smoke this goddamn blood. Smells good. It smells delicious. Yes, that's right. Strain of the week. What are we smoking on? I'm sure that's what you're wondering. I'm going to tell you. Right here in this blood, we got sour gelato. Wow. Sour gelato. Smells really good. Sour gelato is gelato number one crossed with Ken Dog and sour diesel. So you already know that is high-grade potency right there. Sour gelato, also known as gelato 33, appears to be an Oregon bread, positive mood-inducing, clear-headed, and energetic, yet also calming, 50-50 indica sativa hybrid. The citrus, grape, and earthy strain often elicits hunger. So by the end of the podcast, we're calling Domino's. (laughs) Don't be fucking surprised. (laughs) Because it's going to be going down. Frank, what do you say? You want to take a hit of this? Oh, I'm ready for a hit of that for sure. Man. But make sure if you're listening, you subscribe. You review the podcast. Make sure you're checking in. We're on the live feed on Facebook. Frank telling me that it's all set. So that's what all I like set. to hear. We're running good. Make sure you guys want to call in. The phone number's right on the fucking screen. 860-384-7110. If you're listening, you want to call in, you want to talk to HVO, you want to try to stump the Scott, whatever it might be, that is the number. Please call in. We highly encourage it. It's going to be a hell of a show. What you guys do over the weekend, yo? I, like, I barely feel like I talked to you guys since uh, last Thursday. I went to uh, the Battlefront show with you <laughs> oh, on <yes>. Saturday. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. We trekked up the Ludlow Mass. And we stepped in there, styling and profiling. We got a match. Ryan Ryan Frost. He was on the show last week right. versus the Sandman. <laughs> now we're here. We are. Showtime is probably six, right? We had to be there. You know how it goes. But two hours before, so around four o'clock, we showed up. Quarter to six. Sandman's still not there. Uh oh. <laughs> Sandman's nowhere to be found. <laughs> you know. So finally the guy shows up 
right before the show starts. He shows up about 6.30, and then he's... He's in the parking lot changing his oil because his oil's leaking out of his, dude, his, 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 his car, dude. His is that his pre-match <laughs> I swear to God, he's in the parking lot trying to change his oil. Car's leaking wow. all over the place. The guy's all fired up. Looking like he just blew a sack on the way down there. On the way up here, I said. <laughs> he looked, he looked like he was coming off a bender, man. He was pale. It's like he was in rough shape. Oh, boy. You know? It was honestly insane. Insane. So after dealing with the car shit, he comes in. We start talking about, you know, you know we're going to do this. We got the big match tonight, you know? He don't want to hear a word we got to say. <laughs> he doesn't even want to be there. Oh, geez, yeah. He doesn't want to be there. He wants to get his money and leave. He, the match was probably the shortest thing you've ever seen. The best, <laughs> you know? the best line I heard about that night was, they were going to give him the belt, and he goes, I don't want that fucking belt. I ain't driving back up here again. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't want to drive back now, up here again. Now that's a shoot. Yeah. Oh. That's a shoot. I swear to God, that's literally what happened. He didn't even, like, he was like, I don't know, man. Oh, he man, came for his check. He was there for maybe 25 minutes. Oh, as soon yeah. as the match was done, Count where's my money? envelope? Yep. I saw some footage, though, Frank Knox. You got to uh, drink a beer during the Sandman entrance there? That's right. Yep, That, that was, was pretty sick. He fucking caned me in the stomach like an asshole. And then PZ set up the cane to the back, hurts. and he was too lazy to give him a second cane shot. PZ's <laughs> oh, sitting there on all fours waiting for the next one that never came. I wasn't waiting. Don't get me wrong. He hit me in the stomach. I was down on all fours. He could have hit me in the back, but did he? No. Just let me hang in there, pointing at Frost. I don't know. It doesn't matter because you know what? Frost wins. And that's all that matters. You know? Sandman goes home. We walk out still the champions. He got his money. That's right. He got his yep. he got his paycheck, which I'm sure was pretty. You <laughs> he know? Got 500. Enough right. for an oil change, I hope. And a whole oh. other sack on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> I told PZ he was on his way home. He was calling his connect. Like, hey, man, I got the money from the last one and I need some more. Oh, man. It's bad, rough. Bad for business. It's rough. It was rough. Show overall went well, you know. And then, yeah, I mean, we, you know, we, we put in our work. Got the new impact players. It's pretty sick. And then that was it. I mean, that was as far as the weekend goes after that. That was it. That was it by you, Scott. Man, I listen, working in retail this time of year, I get stuck at work. That's why I missed your show, man. So that's all I did really was work all weekend. That's all you did. The most exciting thing I did was I did a beer trade. <laughs> A beer trade, yeah, beer trade. Where it's it's almost like a drug deal, man. You meet somebody somewhere in a parking lot, and uh, you know, I got some beers that you want. He had some beers I wanted, and you know, you get some broken skulls. That's how it works? No, I have broken skulls. I don't need to trade for those. What a fucking Scott! I figure you got the, the Stone Cold gimmicks. I got them before they were available here. Showed up in his Ribera jacket. <laughs> all he's missing is the fucking Stone Cold beers. I need the Zubas and the fanny pack though to go with it. That would have been it. You would have been set. What about you, bro? You doing anything exciting this weekend? Yeah, I got my NYCW championship back from Wayno. Yes. All yes. Right. That's what I'm talking about. That's right. That's right. It was Finally that's what I've been doing, right? The, Bringing the championship that's home. Right. The belt comes back. It came back. It's with me right now in my book bag. It wanted to come along with, for the trip. We Who got, am I wow. to say no? We got, we got the title right <laughs> here in the studio. championship gold in the studio right now. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, he's going to pull it out. He's going to pull it out. We're live on the Facebook you got the go. Oh my God! Look at that! Look at that! Wow! When they say pull it out, we pull it out. That's right. We pull it out. We always pull it out. Damn it! We got the gold, baby. We got the gold right here in the studio, and it's gonna be great. 
It's going to be great. You know what? This whole past week. Now, Scott, I don't know if you remember last week we talked about Chick-fil-A. Not to change the topic because the gold's beautiful. We talked about Chick-fil-A and Popeyes. That's right. You know, we put up a poll. That's right. Online. We got some results. We got results. Frank, do you want to deliver the results? Sure, I'll deliver the results. We asked our audience, what was the better sandwich? Chick-fil-A or Popeyes? Now, the Scott said the Popeyes was nothing to be raving about. Right. Even though the people get stabbed over it. Not worth stabbing anybody. I've never had either or. HBO, have you had a... No, no, none. No, me neither. Okay, I'm not the only one. You haven't had Chick-fil-A? No. No? I've only had Chick-fil-A. I've never had Chick-fil-A or Popeyes. I've had Popeyes. Like, where I used to live in Troy, New York, there was, like, one around the corner, but... But you never had the sandwich. No, not the chicken sandwich. No chicken sandwich. I've had, like, the ripping chicken. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, an occasional $5, you know, specials that it had. Exactly. Yeah, hell yeah. So, Frank, what was the results of us poll here? So the results of the poll were uh, Chick-fil-A ended up being voted the better sandwich, 11 votes to four. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A comes out on top. It. I believe it. For a sandwich with steamed bread, butter, pickles, and chicken. Which sounds gross. What's special about it? I don't know. You want to talk about some shit? I seen a picture today from this guy. Yep. The Scots eating <laughs> Popeye's chicken but dipping it in the Chick-fil-A sauce. So so let me tell you the backstory on this. Oh, though. God. There's a backstory. So, you know, I'm trying to eat healthy, right, with our whole Edge Fitness Challenge and everything, right? Which ends today. Which I, which I did. I, I, I did eat healthy today. But then uh, I come back into the office and my coworkers, they got they got Popeye's. I was like, oh, you got nobody asked me for any. And pop- then uh, okay. one of my coworkers, she doesn't she doesn't finish all her food all the time, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'll take it." But uh, there were oh, no so more picked up the there spouse. were no more sauces. And one of the other managers, <laughs> I know she's got like a, a bunch, like a drawer full of Chick Fil A sauces. So yeah, I don't know if it's like a sin or not, but I uh, dipped my Popeyes chicken in Chick Fil A sauce. So the, it wasn't bad. So though. the backstory is you just ate the scraps of one girl and used the sauce of another woman. Yeah, I guess that's pretty accurate. All right, great. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Damn. It's like that. It's like that here in the studio. <laughs> well, I guess that's I, it. I mean, I would have done the same thing. You who, know? Who am I to judge? I don't know, but, the, you know, the breaking news, your winner, Chick fucking Filet. Chick Filet. I'm not surprised because you can go to Chick Filet and get the fucking sandwich. You go to Popeye's, you risk death. And you're, you're probably not going to get the sandwich either. This is also very true. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, though, I think the KFC, like Nashville Hot, I think that's better than both of them. What? I've got yeah. the little mini sandwich? The chicken little? Well, if you chi- want to get a chicken, chicken little, little you, can get a, you can get a bigger size, too, but I'm telling you that Nashville that's Hot. That's <laughs> Not a fan. Not a fan. <laughs> Man. If anyone else wants to, you know, talk about what their favorite chicken sandwich is, feel free to call in. That's right. Phone number's right on the screen. If you're not watching on Facebook, call in 860-384-7110. Now, what are you pouring? Lean over there? Nah, bro. So, you know, yeah. first off, this is this is episode number 20, Scott. Wow, the big 2-0. We made it to the big 2-0. We have dubbed this show the Coquito Podcast. All right. That's right. All right. I saw that on your your live feed. So I I got here. your live feed earlier this week. I got four cups, you know, a little little taste test. And what we're going to do is we're going to drink some Coquito. And I even got by request the cinnamon to sprinkle right into your shit. All right. 
So I'm gonna let the man with the coquito. Let's get this thing popping, bro. What do you say? I don't know if you guys are ready though. I'm. I'm we're fucking ready, man. We're this ready. is the two people we're podcast. We're ready. Are you sure you're ready? Yeah, we're ready. I think we're ready. So right. ooh, let's get ready to drink it. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, baby. Coquito. We don't mess around here. Two be blood podcast. He's pouring up. This is homemade, by the way. In case anybody's questioning the validity of this, this is home. We're just gonna do a little bit. That's fine. It's, we'll get it. We go. We'll, we'll we'll sip throughout the show, as I like to say. We're gonna sip. Like I gotta do with these beers that Scott brings in because they're so fucking heavy. We sip them, you know. Anyways, we got two be blood podcast. So yeah, what's in this coquito? What's what's the ingredient? Oh, okay. There you go, Frank. What are we drinking here? here? Looks like eggnog. A little cinnamon for those who want a little sprinkle. <coughs> yeah, what is what do we got here? I want to know. Want to know what kind of rum or what kind of alcohol? Just, well, just is give in me this the, basic yeah, like, the basic I, if, ingredients. If I wanted to make this tomorrow, what would I need? I'm clearly white as fuck. All right, <laughs> so you got to walk me through this. I think he's googling it. Oh, no. No. What do you mean you're Googling it? I have a feeling he's Googling it. Wait a second. Wow. I mean, I Google it too, but I don't even know how to spell it. Well, Scott. Well, he made this. That's like you Googling treehouse shit, you know? Well, it's just a... What, do you wing it? Yeah, it's a regular coquito recipe that I found online and I just adjusted a few things you know added just a little bit oh my god it's more so good that. and mostly the alcohol that I like I like rum I like bourbon that's all stuff so, I, I like very much <laughs> that's good that's it's good just a little really bit good. of adding a little bit of this and that and it's mostly the only special thing about it is the alcohol that's in there. Isn't there like some eggs, like uh, some type of like Goya egg? There's like a coconut cream, I think, in here. Did you say Goya eggs? Goya. Yeah, like the Goya. 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 Goya and eggs, bro. I would look it up. Oh, Goya and eggs. I thought you said Goya eggs. Goya brand eggs. You know those shits are yellow. <laughs> it's like Goya in a can. <laughs> Got some yellow eggs, yo. <laughs> eggs are supposed to be yellow. Oh, my God. You got the yolk. Oh my god, we're getting we're getting crazy here. So listen, we're gonna we're gonna do before I get any further. Frank, how's the Facebook feed? You got any comments? Any users commenting in? What's going on over there, bro? I can't yeah, check no more, so comments. I need you to report in on this. We got comments. What we got? We got, got? We got uh, you know Paul Ferrari calling the Scott secondhand Scott. Oh my god. We got Bob Thorpe, you know, asking where Slade Danger Field is. I'm I'm fucking right here, bro. And. Uh, <laughs> You got Mario Marcelino still saying Kenny Omega is the son of none other than Tom McGee. You know, you know what? We might have to run it's, a paternity test. It's promo time here. Mario Marcelino, if you're watching right now, all right? He needs to come in. You, if you want to keep talking this topic, we'll discuss this theory you have. We'll go roundtable discussion. <laughs> roundtable discussion. We'll bring in Mario, and we'll talk about this theory. Kenny Omega, you know? Is the son of who? Tom McGee. Tom McGee. The legend. That's right. The, the legend. The lost tape. The lost tapes, right. Right on the network, you can find it. All about Tom McGee. Like the one match he had. 
you know. And listen, if that's what he wants to do, either call in or come in the studio. You know, every week he comments, but I don't see him do nothing about it. I, I would love so to. Have, I, I mean, I would love to discuss. I'm this calling him out right here, right here, right now. If you got what it takes, you either come on the air or you call in and let's have this discussion. Call. That's right. If not. No, today's all about having balls. Call. That's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Just we got balls right it. here. You want to talk about balls? We're going to do a new, new segment here on the podcast. Uh-oh. Right. Did you know, Scott, when I had started making music, you know, and rapping, whatever, what I used to do before I was writing my own shit or before, like, you know, I was like, you know, really into it is I would take popular songs and I would turn them into weed smoking songs. All right. And I make did, them all about weed. I did not know this. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's how I started. I would take like regular songs you'd hear on the radio and I would turn them into weed smoking songs one way or another. So in essence... Kind of like Weird Al Yankovic, but you're yes. Weed Al Yankovic. But, uh, but the, I'm right. I'm like the Weed, weed Al Yankovic. Ooh, wow, it's like wow. The, one of the best things we got here. The Weed Al Yankovic segment. I like this. This might be it. Dude. I think it's just. Weed, I think it should just be Weed Sal Yankovic. Weed Sal. Yeah. Yeah. Weed Sal Yankovic. How dare you use my government name on this podcast? It's you know? Weed Sal Yankovic. Listen, it's easier. It's nothing. God damn it. How dare you, Weird Sal Yankovic? <laughs> weird, weird Sal Yankovic. Uh, Drop the weed. Yeah, there you go. Weird Sal Yankovic. Listen. There uh, we can poll the audience, see what they want us to call it. Yeah, we're going to poll. we got to figure out what we're going to call the segment because I'm going to try to, you know, if we're not going to do a commercial that week, I would like to do a parody song. I reckon, I vote parodies featuring Weird Sal Yankovic live on air. <laughs> I like it. Well, let's get into the first parody here on the show. It's a personal one I had just worked on. My first one back in who knows how long. That's it. You're lacing the boots back up. To be blunt podcast. I call this one smoking the loudest. I'm high as shit in 
songs I ain't seeing shit tonight I wake and wake I feel it in my bones Enough to make my heart beat slow Welcome to the new phase To the new phase Welcome to the new phase To the new phase WWE Golf Channel, PGA Tour, EA Sports Madden. You know what time it is. To the Blunt Podcast with my boys, Frank Knox and Peasy. That's right. We're back to the Blunt Podcast. What do you think, Scott? Dude, smoking the loudest. Yeah, that's a shit right there. Yeah, smoking like the loudest, that baby. <laughs> that's that new shit. What do you think? HBO is that approved? Yes. Smoking the loudest? Yes. <laughs> that's right. To be blunt podcast, we are back live in studio. The Scott Frank Knox, high voltage Omar. Let's give the audience, the listeners, a dose of their weekly news. That's right, right here at the To Be Blunt Podcast newsroom. Peasy giving you all the best when it comes to the latest, the greatest, the breaking news. It is To Be Blunt. That's right. That's right. That's right, baby. That's right. That's right. So we're talking about Chick-fil-A and Popeyes. Well, let me tell you what. We're going to kick things off hot. Stop talking about these guys. No. Headline here, right here. This is no shit. Like, no bullshit. New York City man finds half-smoked joint in Popeye's chicken sandwich. What? Can you? Yes, exactly. That's what I said. Half smoked. Yeah. Just when you thought it was over. Between, you know, the uh, the racist lady being body slammed in the parking lot of one of the chain's locations. Uh, employees caught making sandwiches over trash cans. And uh, someone even fatally stabbed we talked about the other week. You think that these sandwiches were like crack cocaine, baby. Man, they've stirred like this. Crazy. That's it. Smoke it, sniff it, light it. That's all they do with this shit. I don't get it. Over a fucking chicken sandwich. Did he order yeah. a smoked chicken sandwich though? <laughs> no, I don't think that. I don't think he ordered it smoked. I'm not even sure if that's an option. Maybe that's their secret. A joint in every bite. Maybe that's why people are going nuts for them. Maybe that's what it is. You think maybe they're just stuffing half smoked joints in all their sandwiches, and then all of a sudden, you know, yeah. people start finding out, and they start telling their boys, and then everybody starts showing up. Because they get half smoked joints. It's been I like, would now fucking show up for a half smoked joint. Man. I don't know. You know what? With hard times, that's right. Times, feeling wanna, like a drought. You don't even know you what's in that shit. You want to throw the blunts in your ashtray, <laughs> or you want to go get a half smoked joint and a chicken not, sandwich? And if you're I'm waiting not. for one of those, I don't know. You might stab somebody that tries to cut you in line. What if that's that? Right. What if that ruined the taste of the sandwich? That ashy ass. I don't know. I don't know, man. So this dude shows up. He gets two sandwiches: a regular and a spicy one, right? Halfway through one of the sandwiches, the joint roach falls into his lap. Now, he said he wasn't going to go to the press about it, but he claims that he was disappointed by the Louisiana kitchen's inadequate response to his complaint. So first off, this guy's clearly a narc because he called and said, listen, this is a joint in my sandwich. Why would anybody ever complain about that? Why would anybody complain about that? It was probably trash. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stems and seeds. That's probably shit. right. You probably got some Reggie in there. Some stems and seeds. What is this? 
And then you know what? It gets better. It just, it just it gets better. The next headline, right? I see is another food and weed gimmick. And I don't know where these people are going, but I need the hookup, right? This man apparently got super stoned after drinking some McDonald's sweet tea. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, how the fuck did he do that? He ordered the number 420. That's what he did. That's, I guess yeah, so. That's, yeah, <laughs> only logical explanation. But it wasn't just like that. See, what they did is he did, he asked for extra lemon. And apparently he believes that was a code for cannabis. <laughs> what? Since he found three bags of weed in his cup. He said he didn't know the bags were even in there until he was, and I quote, high as a kite. Were they tea bags full of weed? It like, never stays, dude. That's see. So I'm thinking to myself, did he just start drinking? Bag when it seep through. Right, right, exactly. If it was like a ziploc, that's not happening, yeah. you know. So I wonder if it was tea bags with weed, but that would still be kind of weird, you know. A uh, sweet tea, iced. I don't know. I went to McDonald's yesterday to try to order tea with extra lemon. What happened? Just got regular tea. That's <laughs> fucked up, y'all. You, wait, did you get extra lemon at least? Yeah, I got extra lemon. <laughs> so the guy the guy claims he never had cannabis, which is why he didn't recognize the taste. But I'm sure he's had sweet tea before, right? Yeah, but it's... So, you, know, if so he, you would think, like, okay, this tastes different. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's like me saying, oh, I've had a beer, but I, you know, I've never had a beer. So if I taste it, I wouldn't be like, oh, what the fuck is this? If you it's had a foreign taste, you you've never tasted in your life. Right, but if you've had sweet tea before, and you know how sweet tea is supposed to taste, mm -hmm. and then magically it's made with weed now, obviously, you would notice that <laughs> that would be something different, you know? He must have had that lemon <laughs> He must have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I just, I'm not getting this lucky, you know? And he didn't even have to pay extra for the weed, which is the bullshit part. So he got three bags of weed and a sweet tea. He didn't pay a goddamn thing extra. So why is he complaining? Uh, listen, dude, people are crazy, man. People are crazy. I wish I knew. That's why this is the news. You know, the people around the world here, they're nuts. So you they're shut nuts. up and keep living. Outside this studio, it's a fucking disaster out there. You know? Let's talk yeah, about celebrities. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking celebrities, all right? It's getting crazy. Miami Heat has suspended Dion Waiters after he reportedly ate cannabis edible on a flight. And then he went to, and had a panic attack. He freaked out. Midair. He freaked out on the plane. No. Midair. This doesn't shock me from someone like Dion Waiters, though. This way, he's, he's got a history. Career. Yeah, he's got a history. He's got a history. He was supposed to be like the next big thing, and he's just been fizzled out. He's just on the weed, doesn't care. Yeah. And it's, I mean, but who the fuck panics over an edible? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So they ended up giving the guy a, a 10 game suspension. Right, for this, because obviously the THC is a substance that's not allowed, right? So, I don't know. And the worst part is, like, it was the shortest flight. It was from Phoenix to L.A. It's literally a 90-minute plane. By the time you get to maximum height, you're descending again. <laughs> you're up and you're down. It's literally, that's the flight. You know? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. He claimed he had a stomach ache the night before. He sat out for the game. Didn't play against the Phoenix Suns. He sat out because <laughs> he sucks. Well, that's not what he says. That's yeah. not. That's not what they're saying. Although that might be true. No, he was. He was being. He was just dressing, but he wasn't playing. He was just sitting on the bench. He hasn't been getting burned over there at all. He played a mean bench that night, though. Yeah, I mean. I, that wouldn't happen to me. Maybe it would happen to you. You have anxiety, so <laughs> I could see you doing that shit. That would that would obviously be me. That would be me for sure. And then a funny story that you had sent me, Frank. 
It's about this uh, Texas shelter cat. Gangster of the year, Yo. bro. OG. They had to place this cat in solitary confinement. <laughs> yeah. Yo, because this guy would keep going and letting the senior cats out. And they'd open the door. He'd jump and pull the handle down. <laughs> and he'd open the fucking door. All the time. No, I swear to God. I, I swear to God, Scott. You know? This guy named Quilty. This is what they call the cat. Yeah, he's, yep, Quilty. Quilty. You know? So they banished the guy in a solitary confinement for this, you know. And, of course, this cat has built a giant social media following. Oh, dude, you're, I bet you there's a waiting list. Like, they're interviewing people now to adopt Quilty, you know. It's like <laughs> that, that whole shelter found a home. Yeah, the IG's got, yeah, like, 30K, bro. 30K. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. For this fucking cat. I mean, that's cool. That cat, that cat deserves what? it. He's a G. That's what? He's bro, a G. we're a G show. Why don't we got 30K? This is some fucking bullshit. Because, you know, we're, we're, not, we're not in prison letting the prisoners out, you know? That's basically what he's doing. This is insanity, bro. It's insanity. Quilty. Yeah. Quilty. Right. <laughs> that's, the, that's the cat of the year right there, bro. It really is. I don't like cats, but I would pet Quilty. You know I don't really yeah, cats. Yeah, that's true. I would pet Quilty. I'd you like Bruce, though. Selfie. Yeah, Bruce is cool. You like Bruce. Bruce so, I mean. Cool. The Dark Knight himself. Yeah, exactly. So, and then, and then, we'll talk a little bit of wrestling, because I know the Scott probably is going to feel left out this week. <laughs> you know, due to the fact that instead of talking wrestling, we have a very special guest in the studio. Which, if you want to talk yeah, to but him, he's going to be talking wrestling. He's going to be talking the business. You know, you know, but Scott likes to talk about his Vince McMahon, you know, Yo, Vinny, Vinny Mac product. I don't need any more cinnamon. Man. Oh, we getting we getting loaded up here. Some more. We getting loaded up here. I don't know. So WWE backstage this week. You guys watch it? Nope. Um, I did not watch it, but I uh, watched what happened. I watched the clip. I've. Seen the memes. I've seen the peop- the Scots crying. The Scots happy. The Scots. You know. Listen, that's I, I didn't even watch it live. Actually, everyone, I, wasn't I see actually. everyone I was, talking I was in bed shit. By I didn't thirty. Just to let you guys know what they're talking about, it is the epic return of one CM Punk. Who? That's right, <laughs> Phil Brooks. I'm sorry, <laughs> Phil Brooks. Oh no! You know, CM Punk, and he made his return after six years. Of being away from any kind of wrestling, and a, and a completely failed UFC got his ass beat mixed UFC. martial arts career, yeah. which was de- devastating to his career, if you ask me. That ruined you know. I, was, I tell you, I was talking to a, a friend of this podcast, and he was like, um, "We got friends on this podcast." What's uh? He's like, Whoa. "What about his UFC contract?" <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, his contract ended the second he sucked wind in his last fight." <laughs> yeah, he went the distance, right? He just got beat to shit. Yeah. He didn't get knocked out, but he took a beating like I haven't seen a lot of people take in my life. Yeah, it was bad. So so, so we know Punk's back. He's on backstage, but he's not with WWE, right? Well, that, that was already announced. I don't know why everyone's shocked. People talked about this four weeks ago that he was going to sign exclusively with Fox. Right. Now he comes back and it's like the craze is so happening. Now, again. But now the doors open, kind of right. So where where does he end up? Does he have another match? Does he ever wrestle again? I don't know. You're jumping. To, listen, he's not even signed to Vince McMahon or I WWE. Think he'll wrestle again to fulfill that dream of uh, what dream? Head, he did everything. Did he headline WrestleMania? No, no, he hasn't that's been in the main event spot, and that's like his big. deal. That's but. his dream, and that's his biggest beef besides getting fired on his uh, wedding day. Well, let's play the clip. CM Punk returning. He's, she's showing up for the main We start doing some of our own. 
right here on WWE Backstage. You guys in? Okay. Yeah, what, what, All right. yeah, what are we doing? In like three, surprise. two, one. Is this a rib? <laughs> and then he cuts like this stupid fucking promo that's like 10 seconds. That's right. Just when you think you know the answers, I changed the culture. Wow. <laughs> right? It's something like that, Scott. Yeah. Yeah, I did it It's as simple as this. There it is. When they think they got the answers. I change the culture. Ha, oh, Phil Brooks. See you next week. So he's not, he's not even signed to WWE. He's no, he's signed to the, Fox. He's only oh. signed to Fox. People are already speculating. Oh, my God, he's going to get in the ring with Owens. He's going to get in the ring with all these different people. Styles, Daniel Bryan. And like even people are saying, what? Oh, now AJ Lee's going to come back, and AJ Lee's going to have some matches. That's what they're, but, yeah, that's what they're saying. But uh, I think people are just jumping to conclusions. If he comes back, I want to see him fight a stiff match with Triple H. But they but, fought uh, so many times. I'm yeah, but they have, they like hate each other. Uh, like a part of me really Pop would want to see Triple him H. if he wants to come back. Like I really would want to see him go to AEW. And I mean, whatever. He could probably make more money in WWE. Why would you think he'd go to AEW? Over. That's not a possibility. I say that is it, it, would, it would be amazing if he actually went the while he's under the Fox three. contract. But I, I want AEW to stick around. Right, I don't want them to like they they're having a boom right now, but I don't want them to be like TNA where they're just around forever and nobody gives a shit. Right, I, I want AEW to to be on that same level as WWE or even higher. But it, Punk could definitely help them do that. Will it happen? Probably it's not, not gonna happen, no. But you guys guys got like uh you know there's gonna be guys like Sin Cara who quit. Yeah, but they didn't <laughs> like that didn't matter. Yeah, Sin Cara could probably go to UFC and do better a job than Punk. Well, how, do, how are we talking about Sin Cara right now? <laughs> you know? Well, there, Scott was talking He's about AEW sticking reputation. around, and uh, AEW needs talent right now. They have nobody. Yeah. Introduce somebody this week that no one even knew who he was. Speaking of the Scots, what really driving me nuts is all these Scots that are calling him sellout online. <laughs> They're calling CM Punk a sellout because he's on backstage instead of working in the ring. These, these Scots have been chanting his name in arenas around the world for six years. And then he comes back and they go on Twitter and they win. Like if we had trolling loud still, I'd be running a segment this week. I'll tell you right now, the people that hate pro wrestling the most are pro wrestling fans. And the worst pro wrestling fans are CM Punk wrestling fans. Well, I, you're probably right. You're probably right. I don't know, man. I just, I, everyone's making a big deal about nothing. I think that it's great that he's back. Let him come back, do his thing. You know, I think this opens the door. Oh, I mean, of you course know, it opens I, the I door. Say, it's, so people should just be patient and see what happens and stop. Sh- just shut the fuck up. That's right. I agree with that last part. Yeah. That's a good point. All right. All right. I mean, Rome wasn't built overnight. The dude's not going to just come back and be like, oh, I'm here. I'm going to make a statement. And it's going to be subtle. Okay. Someone's gonna come on backstage, not, here, piss him off. They're gonna go. cut a promo on each other. That's so Something's true. Something's gonna happen. I mean, there's a segment on the show just cutting a promo anyway. And then, but there's gonna be some violence or some tension, and it's gonna lead to a WrestleMania that's gonna feature CM Punk in his so-called dream of headlining WrestleMania. Yeah, so it's in it's in the pipeline. It's all right, all right, all right. Uh, that might be true. That might be true, but. What else is true? We're talking about AEW. I I heard something from Chris Jericho. 
that really blew my mind. He had talked about a time where Vince McMahon, he claimed, smoked weed in front of Donald Trump. Get out of here. Yeah. Listen. No, I, I'm dead. I'm dead fucking serious, Scott. He smoked weed in front of Donald Trump. He said, I remember one time Vince told me that they were watching some concert or something at Trump, New Jersey, whatever it was called, whatever the arena was called then, Trump Arena. And Vince McMahon was sitting there with Linda and all the heads of the state. And Vince lit up a joint. And Trump was like, <laughs> That's right. He said, you can't smoke that here. You know how everybody says this shit. And he was like, shut up. And Vince was goes, stop it. He goes, I just did. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. So I was talking Frank about this, right? Me and Frank were laughing. I'm like, well, what would happen if like today Vince still smokes and he's like, they're at, they say they're in like uh, California. And Vince wants to go pick up some weed for after the show. Got to make some phone calls, right? You got to see right. what's out there. What the fuck would that be like? So then... Check this out. WWE, Weed, Wellness, and Enlightenment. This is Jeremy. How can I help you? Jeremy, this is Vincent Kennedy McMahon. I'm calling because I want to know what the top shelf herbs are for this week. Um, Excuse me, sir. We don't have top shelf herb. We only have top rope herb. Top rope? I like the top rope. Well, in that case, you're in luck, Vince, because this week we have many top rope, or what you would like to call top shelf herbs. The first one being Kali Kush. Kali Kush? That's right, sir. Kali Kush. Like the great Kali? Uh, no, like the, the herbs. The Kali Kush, sir. We have Kali Kush. We have a great Kali right here at the WWE. Wow, well, then maybe you would like our Kali Kush. It's got rave reviews, and it's tall and strong. I'll tell you what, I never really liked great Kali. He was a terrible worker. What else you got? Well, one of my personal favorites is the Hunter Hearst Hayes. The what? Hunter Hearst Hayes, also known as Triple H. The Hunter Hearst Hayes. I know a guy by the name of Hunter Hearst Helmsley. What is this going on here? What kind of what kind of establishment are you running? Well, sir, we are the WWE, Weed Wellness and Enlightenment. No, I'm the WWE. No, sir, this is you called me. This is the WWE, Weed Wellness and Enlightenment. All right, you know what? What else do you have? We also have the fan favorite Guerrero Glue. Guerrero? I know a lot of Guerreros. Which Guerrero is it? The uh, Indica, sir. I don't know what you think this is. This is a joke. What is it, the joke? Hunter Hearst Hayes, Guerrero Glue. I'm just looking for some regular flour. And you guys are over here ripping off all my gimmicks. No, sir. We we are an original farmering and uh, smoke shop. I, I don't understand what you're trying to insinuate. Yeah, what? Well, you know what? You know what? Forget it. Keep going. What else you got? Give me something good. You got like a like a like a train wreck. Uh, well, we just got a new batch of the award-winning train wreck, which we call the A-Train wreck. A-Train? You mean like yeah, that jabroni you... they used to run with X-Pac? Um, no, sir. He, uh, he runs with the other plants that are in our greenhouse. You know what? I think you're messing with me. Sir, I, I can assure you that I'm not messing with you. You know what? I'm going to give you one more chance. To tell me what you have for weed. And stop stealing my gimmicks. T- 
Tell me, what is your top flower of the week? Our top flower of the week is also our special of the week. So All we're right. in for a real treat here, All sir. Right. We have the Stone Cold Diesel, and we're selling three joints for sixteen dollars. Stone Cold, three Stone joints Cold for sixteen dollars. That's right. How dare you? How how dare you steal my ideas, my creativity, my business, my gimmicks? How dare you? I'm calling my lawyers right now. We're going to have a talk, me and you, in the courtroom. Well, sir, I'm very sorry that you're upset, but I will sure let my boss know, Mr. Turner, that you're very upset. You tell Mr. Turner that from here on out, I'm going to own his company, and he's fire. Never worry about no haters I'm just in here trying to stack my paper Keep it pushing, I will see you haters later I'm just in here trying to stack my paper Stack it up, I stack it Stack it up, I stack it Stack it up, I stack it Stack it, stack it Stack it up, I stack it Stack it up, I stack it Stack it up, I stack it Stack it, stack it I ain't never worry about no haters Trying to stack my paper Keep it pushing, I will see you haters later I'm just in here trying to stack my paper Stack it up, I stack it Stack it up, I stack it Stack it up, I stack it Stack it, stack it Stack it up, I stack it Stack it up, I stack it Stack it up, I stack it Stack it, stack it Stack it up, I stack it Pass the bowl so I can pack it On the street where I can pass it Make some dough and go get blasted I'm a king, yeah, that tragic night This is Ty Shine, and you're listening to How to Be Blunt with PZ. This is Ty Shine, and you're listening to a new episode of How to Be Blunt with PZ. This is Ty Shine, and you're listening to To Be Blunt with PZ. How in the fuck would you listen to anything else? That's right. I love him. To Be Blunt podcast. We are back. We back. We yeah, back from commercial break. Hey, We're about to. <laughs> That's right, baby. Yeah. That's right, baby. We're about to play uh. 
gas or trash? You guys remember the rules? We're gonna play you a track from a local artist, or I say any artist, it doesn't have to be local. Just hit us up on the podcast, you know, social media if you want to be part of oh shit, we got a caller. Well, we gotta do the gas or trash. That's right, you don't have to call back. We got gas or trash happening. So what we're gonna do here is yeah. on the air, we have Das, a local artist from Connecticut. Say what's up, man. What up? Yo, oh, what that's up, what's das? up. That's what's up. Das, where are you from in Connecticut? North Haven. North Haven, yo. My pops live out there. <laughs> it's popping out there. Yeah, I know, dude. I know. I know. It's sick. It's sick. Dude, so uh I, I honestly I've never, never met you before. So uh how long you been doing uh music for? Uh since middle school. I started out playing guitar and I like Shit, I play guitar too. Bands and oh, uh, progressed like hip hop. Yeah, Das <laughs> used to play the guitar in like a punk band, bro. I was in when a rock I, band. Yeah. When yeah. I met him, I used to work with him. Really? He was like, uh, just, y'all know each other like that? Yeah, he was oh, still, shit. Yeah. See, Frank, you didn't tell me that beforehand. Yeah. That's that's how <laughs> he snuck him right in onto the show. <laughs> I see. Yeah, I've smoked with him. We that's haven't had sick. any submissions, you know? Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. That's great. That's great. Uh, so you said you've been doing this since middle school, right? So how old are you now, if you might be asking? Um, 28. All right. So you've been doing this for a little bit. Yeah. 15, 15 years. Wow. That's sick. And, uh, I'd say like, what, what would you say would be like your defining moment then thus far? Cause you've had, it's been quite a long career for you already now. Uh, um, uh, I played an open mic, uh, actually around this time last year. And that was like the first time I like stepped out of my comfort zone in a while. I'm actually trying to, be back in that mode shortly. Try to get back into the live shows. Yeah, dude, that's sick. It's me too, yo. I want to do a live show, Frank. Yeah, maybe me and Dasha put together a, a, like a show, bro. Maybe you guys could collaborate on a track after About this. It. You know, yo, I'm saying you are the top producer in Connecticut, whether it comes to rap or podcasting. This is true. That's true. How's it flying under the radar for you know 15, 20 years? I know. Well, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. It's true. It's so true. And I wasn't just flying under the radar, bro, though. You know? Well, if for producing wise. Oh, right. That's what I'm saying. Now you're just talking about music. But it's, yeah. this isn't about me. This is about Das. You know? Das, how would you describe your style? Um, I try to not have a. Uh, I mean, I obviously have different influences, but um, I guess my style would be more like lyrical, conscious. Uh, you know, '90s like hip hop influence. All so right. that like '90s East Coast hip hop, the Nas's, the Jay Z's, the hell yeah, yeah, nah, Wu-Tang. I feel that. Right, I'm interested. Wu Tang. Yeah. There we go. The root. Right. We got HBO with the special guest interested, so you know we're on the right track here. Yep. <laughs> you know, the Scott so far it looks so like he's on the music. fence. Scott's uh, on the I fence. Gotta, I gotta hear it. I gotta hear the music. Oh, Scott's gotta hear the gimmick. He's, <laughs> listen, he's probably gonna do better than you do at Stump the Scott later. You know, <laughs> we'll see. Damn, man. So, um, you have uh, like a way that the audience can get you know contact you online or find your music, you have a website or uh, anything like that. Uh, currently, I have a SoundCloud and I'm in the process of uh, getting up on other streaming services. But uh, my SoundCloud is soundcloud.com slash dasct d a s c t. And tell me about the track we're about to listen to on the podcast here that the audience is going to have to judge whether they think it's gas or trash. Um, it is written. Uh, it's on some real, 
like I don't, I, everything I write about is uh, either something I've experienced or I can like relate to and uh, try to hope other people can relate to some common ground. All right, that's what it is. That's what it is. Looking forward to hearing it. I I know I'm looking forward to hearing it. Um, Frank also mentioned to me that you could uh, you were you were pretty good at freestyling. Yeah, yeah, I got bars. You got bars. All right. Listen, I'm not gonna. I don't like to do this all the time. But I'm gonna. I, I gotta hear this because Frank said that you you had bars, and then Frank also apparently has bars. You know, because many of us have already heard. You know, for, for oh, Frank's no. been. On, oh yeah. <laughs> Listen, that's right. Listen, I'm just saying. I'm gonna pull the beat out. I don't know which one he wants to start. Well, I'll start because I'm. You know, he's probably gonna just dust me. But <laughs> yo. It's the To Be Blunt Podcast, <laughs> chilling with my man, PZ in the Blast. Got HBO, Coquito, got Scott, already know he's gonna lose another round tonight. <laughs> Me and PZ ain't looking for a fight, but we getting right. In the club every night, taking your honey and we gonna treat her right. That's right, that's how it goes. We smoke, and then we smoke some more. Sipping on Coquito, now I'm about to lay it down. <laughs> And I'm gonna wrap myself like a burrito. <laughs> Cause it's cold out, man. It is fucking cold. I wrap myself like a burrito when it's cold out, man. Oh, that's shit. all I got. All right, let's hear what he's got. That's what he got for everybody. Yeah. All right. I know you really saw the struggle. I can see the struggle in the saw, but couldn't move a muscle. I can see the promises tomorrow, but I'm losing hustle. I can see the time you have involved and it's like a cutthroat. Times been tough through the rugged and rough. It got me steadily bugging and stressed enough to keep me questioning love. Intentions to sus, not to mention no prevention from the breaking of heart. All right, okay, all right, all right, <laughs> my man, all right. All right, listen, call in number 860-387-110. We're going to play Das's new track, Fool Me Once, featuring Shiloh, right here on the 2B Blunt Podcast. Thanks for calling in, man. Thank you. Say you really did me dirty And I don't wanna hurt no more I don't trust the soul I don't even flirt no more It's clear we've lost control Tried to make it worse so far We've only made it worse These scars are covered by my shirt Oh my heart is all that work I wish that I could remove it Cause it's hurt I've endured Is the thing that's driving me stupid Picked up the bottle and bottomed out These crutches don't do shit Get back in touch with myself All these discussions are useless I'm not in love with myself But I gotta love myself through this Say you was not like the rest But that's exactly what you was doing In the back of my head An abusive actress again But I ain't got for this crap I'm really packing this pen Never see me lacking again Never see me lacking again Never see me lacking again Never 
never see me lacking again. 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 Said I've been in my new bag, feeling inspired as ever. Looking back, yeah, we had a few laughs, but we were tired and weather. Said I ain't got for this crap. Every day I just try to do better. I've been living with my head in my back. I'm really trying to find my true center. Sitting no regrets in this life. Each misstep is a lesson. I'm trying to learn to live right. So peace to every resentment and peace to all those who doubt in me and want nothing to do with me. I can see the sun through the clouds, but really it's a rain that's been moving me. I'm gonna use this pain. Again. Never see me lacking 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 again. To be blood podcast, y'all was savage as fuck. Called in, over and over and over. Oh man, I don't know if that's good news for Das. I don't know if that's gonna be good news. We'll find out. To be blood podcast, <laughs> the gas are trash. If you want to call in and tell God, here we go. There it is. All here right. we go. I'm not even gonna lie. This is about to be nuts. To be blood podcast. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, my name is Jeremy, calling from Cahos, New York. All right, all right, all right. What's up, man? All right. I, I want to talk to High Octane Omar over there. <laughs> I'm uh, a little upset with this guy. What? I hear uh, he's going to be going against uh, Fox Vineyard. Fox Vineyard's a really, really big dude. I don't think this guy's really going to do much against him. Mr. Hey. Suplex over here. Are you kidding me? He's going to get hit. You're kidding me. beating Fox already. Yeah, this guy's got more brains than Fox has hair. All right. Listen, listen, don't talk about Fox's time. hair. Listen, who said anything about hair? Wait, who is this guy, Jeremy? Jeremy. The butt tender? Jeremy's broken. <laughs> hey, you, guys, you guys, you guys need to chill out. All right. Chill out. You guys need to chill out. Who do you think you are? I Octane Omar ain't got shit on Firework Fox. Can you be a little bit more original when you try to make fun of my name? All right. Twelve years in the business. All right. Come up with something. You know what? What? Something better. It's better than your name right now. Uh huh. What's your name? Jeremy. Jeremy. Come on, bro. I'm listening, but I you bet ain't that speaking. Sucks. 
He's a good dude. We, we get along. If you've seen our matches, I lo- we listen, know each other in and I've, out. We, we've gone back and forth. I've done shows with Fox Vineyard before. Man, he's, guy, he's, I've never had a problem with him. He's very good. He, I remember one time I got hurt, and he was like, he kept checking on me, which was mad cool. So, I mean, dude, dude's a good dude. But whoever the fuck Jeremy is, he's a piece of shit. And, again, if y'all want to call in and tell us what you thought of that track from Das, fool me once. If you want to gas it or trash it, that's right. You can reply. Let us know, baby. Let us know. Call it in. Get on the comments, gas or trash. That's right. Call in. How's the Facebook popping? Everything's good. Everything popping off. It's popping. It's popping. We got some viewers. We got some some Uh, comments and shit. Yeah, I've already read them all off, and there hasn't been really any high-voltage Omar's commented on it. Well, speaking of high-voltage Omar. We're going to call the Kincaid hotline quick. And when we come back. Oh, shit. That's right. And John when, Kincaid. When we come back, we're going to talk an unfiltered, no-holds-barred conversation with High Voltage Omar. It's going to be raw. More raw than Monday nights, baby. Right here on the 2B Blunt Podcast. But first, we got to call our boy, Don Kincaid. Ladies and gentlemen, exclusive breaking news brought to you by the Kincaid Hotline. And now, renowned reporter, Don Kincaid. It's Don Kincaid, baby! Ladies and gentlemen, exclusive breaking news brought to you by the Kincaid Hotline. And now, renowned reporter, Don Kincaid. It's Don Kincaid. Ladies and gentlemen, exclusive breaking news brought to you by the Kincaid Hotline. And now, renowned reporter, Don Kincaid. It's Don Kincaid, baby. That's right, Don. Me, Frank, and Scott got the minutes loaded up. I hope you got the dirt this week. It's been a big week in wrestling, baby. Hey, baby, let's kick it, man. Don Kincaid. And boy, do I got some fun shit for you tonight, man. And I am going to jump 
Right into something that's near and dear to my heart, and I'm going out with a bang, and that is some battlefront pro extreme that happened in Ludlow, Massachusetts this past Saturday night. And the reason why I bring that up is because there was some historic shit that happened at Battlefront Pro Extreme, and I know my man PZ was present. Yeah. I know all about that because my stomach still hurts from that kendo stick shot that Sandman gave me. That was like an early Christmas present for me, baby. Oh, you think you're funny now, huh? You got jokes? Ah, That was beautiful. Hey, but let me dig into that. We had three historic things that happened at Battlefront Pro Extreme. We had one, Ryan Frost, a hardcore champion for Battlefront Pro, he won against the Sandman. I yes, I did say the ECW legend himself, Sandman, and he was victorious, baby. And not only that, but after the match was done, who comes out but one Kev Mancer. Now for those that you don't for those of you that don't know who Kev Mancer is, he is an athlete that has Down syndrome. And he has become the very first Down syndrome athlete to win the hardcore championship from one Ryan Frost. Yeah, a short lived championship run. Hey, 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 listen on the hey. So, I will have to follow up with that and say, Mr. Frost came back out later on, and uh, one Angel Sinclair did a little, you know, hoochie-coochie kind of distraction, and there is Mr. Frost for the roll-up in the one, two, three, and the two-time Hong Kong champion, uh, Ryan Frost. That's right. The man who should be the champion. Hey. And not only that, historic, I said, because the main event brought us one good bad Dan versus one Len Oddity in a barbed wire match. They took the ropes down. They replaced it with barbed wire. That's the very first time in Western Massachusetts that that has ever happened, and I would have wanted nothing more than those two guys. What a hell of a match. Uh, that was hard to watch, Don. It was disgusting. Lots of, lots of blood, lots of weaponry. But man, right now that he came up on top, and man, what a special match that was. I got to say, blood or no blood, that was something to behold, and I am so glad that I was there to witness that shit. I agree. It was one hell of a match. Mad respect to both those guys, <laughs> Dirt Back Dan and Len Oddity. They killed it. Man, it was insane. So, let me move on to the big boys here. We've got some NA, the NWA news because their very first pay-per-view called Into the Fire has sold out. And, and I mean, when I say sold out, there is three days of this. No, December 14, 15, 16, all tickets, it's all in the day, they are all sold out. Dude, this is going to be an insane weekend for one NWA, I gotta say that. I mean, that's big news for a company who just started putting out their their own show like uh, a month ago. Dude, NWA has been on fire. I've been watching it. It's been, I love it because it's that little intimate studio feel and you get that old school NWA vibe. I'm all about it, baby. That's right. We talked about that last week on the show. I mean, they really have something special going on over there, you know? Oh, hell yeah. 
But I mean, this is not only happening in NWA. We've got one Danny Moss, one of the New England's top guys. He has now officially signed a two-year contract with Ring of Honor, baby. That's huge. That's huge. I mean, the man's a legend on the scene, you know? Dude, his burning hammer takes every single person out like a flash, man. Oh, you're damn right it does. So not only that, but we have one more big man to talk about, and that is one Josh Briggs. I've been putting my money on this big motherfucker's head day one, and he is your new Evolve champion, one Josh Briggs, baby. And that's big news for Josh Briggs. You know, another guy right out of New England, too. I mean, the guy's been making waves, and here he is, Evolve champion. Dude, it's been insane. The ride watching him coming back from injury and doing his thing, the rise of Josh Briggs has been such a great ride for me because I've been following it since day one, man. He's been a joy, man. I love that guy. Yeah, yeah. Now look at him, champion. Now... I want to move on to some MLW news. And, boy, we were talking a while back about the Opera Cup. It has been 71 years since it has been, and I am telling you, it's going to be insane because it's going to be featuring four opening round bouts. And the league has invited some of the best wrestlers from around the world to compete in this one-night single elimination tournament and MLW today, baby, has announced that the first match will be one TJP versus Brian Pillman Jr., baby, and that's December 5th. Wow! Yeah, man. That's going to be a fantastic match. I wish I could see that live, man. Oh, me too. That's going to be wild. Okay. I'm out of breath as it is. But I've been waiting. I've been chomping at the bit to get to this last bit of news. And it pertains to the WWE NXT brand. And just hours ago, hot off the motherfucking presses. Oh, God. PG wasted it. ACH has officially quit NXT. But not only did he quit, he quit with a tirade of F-bombs in his car via cell phone, and I have his, oh man, I have his quitting, his resignation, if you will, right here, word for word. Can I read this shit, PZ? Oh, please do. This is breaking news. I want to hear all about it. All right, here we go. I hope I got enough breath. As of today, I officially quit fucking WWE. I am no longer employed. I refuse to work for racists. He paused before continuing with the video and says, I fucking quit. Fuck them. I hate their fucking company and everything they fucking stand for. All they ever did was hold our fucking people back. I do this for the culture. I do not need anyone's fucking permission to do... Wait, 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 wait. I lost it. I'm I'm so excited. I do not need anyone's fucking permission to do what I want to do. Screw Jordan (laughs) Miles. Don't ever call me by that slave name. Call me ACH and don't forget the super bitch. I quit. Fuck you. The end. Holy shit, dog. 
You really am, think they're going to let him out of that contract? I mean, I thought they were holding everybody back. I don't know because uh, 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 hot off the presses yet is one Sin Cara wants to be released, but there is word that they refuse to release him, and his contract isn't up until, get this, PZ, 2022. Oh, no. Could you imagine wanting to get out of the WWE, hating what you're doing, hating your position, and you still have to wait a two whole years? <laughs> Damn, yo. Whew. Oh, Damn. God. That ACH boy, what a way to that, put in that's a That's unbelievable. I mean, I can't believe it. He put that out in public for everybody to see. Everybody to see, especially one Kennedy, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, and one Mr. Paul Levesque, a.k.a. Triple H. Wow. Well, I, it's, things are about to heat up, I guess, around here. My name is Brian Pillman Jr. I am one-third of the New Heart Foundation on Major Redressing, and you are listening to Peasy on the To Be Blunt Podcast. <laughs> That's right. We are back to be blunt podcast. Start complaining here. I don't even have... Let me get that extra over here for a second. Pour uh, water. Yeah, of course. Here you go. Take that. You can leave that over there. My man. Well, we got the poll up for the gas or trash on Facebook. That's Make sure right. You Thank sign you, Frank. Up now and vote. That's you can right. call in and vote. Thank you, Frank. You can Thank leave you, a Dom. comment and vote. And I'm going to vote. You want to vote? Let's all vote before we move on. What do you guys think? I'll vote when I'm ready. Right. God damn it. We'll vote. We'll vote. We still got a lot to do here. The show's still young. You know? Scott's over there in the corner checking his pulse. <laughs> What are you doing, bro? I'm checking my pulse, apparently. Jesus, <laughs> checking his pulse. Well, I think it's time. It's time that we... For what we've the, all been waiting for? That's right. I can't talk. Oh, I know. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, the star of the show, our special guest, High Voltage Omar. Oh, God. Yeah. And like I said, Mama ain't raised no quitter. <laughs> no, she probably wouldn't be. Oh. Gracias. Gracias. That's right. Gracias. Thank you. Speaking of quitting. You know, quitting. Yeah. What? I, th- I heard you were stepping away. Yes, yes. Stepping away. Yes, yes. Nice <laughs> choice of words. Yes. Wow. Just kick it off right with that, huh? Well, I mean, I, I, I don't know yes, what right, start hunting heavy. Well, I guess we're just going to start nice and then work our way up. No, no. Why not start let's with the start biggest question that, you know, everyone wants to know? Which is? You know, people are saying he's retiring, he's quitting. I mean, well, you know, what is he doing? What I, are you doing? I'm taking some me time. I, my, you know, over the time, I haven't had much me time. Uh, my... My body starts to hurt. My wrist, my knee that's already been injured from Puerto Rico. Um, my rotator cuff. These are like things that's like, all right, I can continue wrestling and then hurt myself and then not be able to do much with my kids. Or I can just step back right now, take some time so I can heal and be with my kids. That's right. And enjoy them. It's perfect. You know? That's perfect. I've been an NYCW champ for 250 days. days. Yeah. 
It's been a while you know, you've been holding I've, that championship. I've, I've ran through everyone. That's right. This That's year right. I've done it all. Not just not just at the NY. I mean, you're, you you make the drives, bro. You make the drives. I've been at enough shows today. with you, bro. Look you what know? I did today. I know. When you contacted me. Oh, you want to do this over a Skype? Shut the fuck up. I thought, listen, I gave you the option Skype. to do Skype. All right? This insulting. <laughs> it is a little insulting. But at the same time. Nobody wants to Skype. I wanted to give him the option, you know? <laughs> Who the fuck Skype? Listen, this guy drove two plus listen, hours to come be on the podcast today. It's worth the memories. Oh, you're about to be immortalized, bro. <laughs> about to be immortalized. For those of you that don't know, we'll put this out there because I'm fucking, my throat hurts already. Yeah. My God, yo. <coughs> I need more of that coquito. Yeah, follow it down with the coquito. <coughs> Woo. Man. For those of you that don't know, I've known this man for a couple years now. And the first time I met this dude, we clicked because that we were both obviously smokers. And weed brings everybody together. I don't care what anybody says. That's not a lie. No. That's the truth. It's true. It's yeah, the truth. It's true. It's damn true. I've smoked with like Listen. countless strangers. You know, I've met one time and one time only. Never see him again. But somehow I yeah. smoked the joint. Yeah. <laughs> Taking the walks down the couple blocks to go to the dispensaries and shit yeah. before the shows. <laughs> and, bro, we yeah, we've I've you know, I've known you for a little bit now. You know, I, one, I was like, yo, wait, wait, hold on. That's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's go. So I've known you for a couple <laughs> years. Uh We've crossed paths in the past at like PWA, which I didn't even realize until I seen pictures of you at PWA that like, yeah, I, man, I remember to, seeing you there multiple times at like a Friday night fight. Yeah. Like I was that guy that would like pop in and out. Yeah. I wasn't so much a regular, but when I would show up, people would be like, oh shit, look mm-hmm. who it is. You look much different then. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Evolution, baby. <laughs> That's Evolution. right. It's true. It's true. That's all it is. But it's real crazy how it worked out, and now here we are, and you're sitting in my, you know, in our studio here. And right, I'm honored. We're gonna have this Thank conversation. You. Absolutely, Thank you. bro. Thank you. Absolutely. Before you know, yes. everything gets heated or anything. Thank you. That's right. Gracias. <laughs> Which we really appreciate, you know, having you here. Because that's going to make the big yeah, difference, man. Thanks you know? for coming down. Right, the traffic was worth it. I hope so. Dude, I was just chilling. I, I had the Bloodhound Gang station playing on my The uh, Bloodhound? No. You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals. Man, let's do it like we do on the Discovery Channel. Do it again, though. <laughs> Yo, yeah, that's dude. that jam. It was a good time. It was whatever. Damn, y'all. I was like, hey, five minutes. Oh, those five minutes just turned into 10. (laughs) Holy shit, now it's 15? Hey, buddy, I really mean it five minutes this time. (laughs) That's right. Fuck six. (laughs) Shit. No, you you made it in perfect time. You made it. I mean, you were here 10 minutes early. It's perfect. I couldn't ask for more. You were better off than this guy. Yeah, I was 10 minutes late. You know, and he's actually a co-host, you know, which is insane. 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 So, dude, what I don't know about you is, like, uh, how you got started. You know, I'm going to start. We're going to we will start off a little nice here, you know, because I honestly have never actually talked to you like this. I don't know where you train. I don't know how long you, you I know how long you've been doing this for. But, like, it's a lot of things I feel like I don't know. So, you know, please enlighten me. So, <laughs> oh, excuse me. It all started when everything was black. No. So, uh, <laughs> what got me into it, or how did I, like, 
my first step into wrestling. Well, well where did you train at? So, all right, this was in uh, Puerto Rico. I can't even tell you. I would want to say 2007, 2006. Started training in Puerto Rico? Yeah. See, see I, didn't, so, I didn't fucking know that. So I went to a local show that they had at a basketball court nearby, you know, yep. um, indoor, little coliseum type thing. I yeah. That's what it would translate to. And uh, my buddies, you know, that knew me, whether they were good influences or bad, they said something to one of the wrestlers, which is the invader number three. And he just looks at me. He goes, how old are you? I'm like, oh, I'm 16. I'm about to be 17. Yeah. He goes, all right, if you get, you know, consent from your parent, I could train you or you have to wait till you're 18. And then he gave me his card. And maybe like a month or two later, I called him. And, you know, obviously I was just trying to go around my mother. Right. And me and my father never really had a good relationship. So I was like, yeah, let's see what he thinks of this. And he didn't give a shit, man. My mom was like, whatever, better than me, you know, doing drugs (laughs) or, you know, running the streets, doing, you know, bad things. Right. So she said it was cool. Then um, it was a little bit difficult for me to get there. But um, I started working for the city. And uh, I started working, with, it was a recycling center, and I met this one dude who, um, you know, didn't look like a wrestler, but someone said something about him being a wrestler, and I guess he trained there, and he lived nearby. He goes, yeah, 10 bucks a week, you know, for gas, and I'll bring you up. So, we kept going. After the first night, I could barely, like, move my arm, my uh, stiff neck. And, oh, God, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yep. It is horrible. But, yeah, I started training with uh, the Invader number three and obviously had a few other, like, teachers down the line. You know how it is. We get different mentors. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, that's sick, dude. I don't want to sit here and, like, it's drop sick. names. No, no, no. <laughs> no. No need for that. No, that's just, I just interesting I to know brag. that. You know, because I just, those are things I but like yeah, man, to know. I started in Puerto Rico, yeah. which is why some people think it's weird that I'm comfortable working the... Wrong side, right? Sometimes yes. in a pinch to get things back to where you got to be. Mm-hmm. They say mm-hmm. it's wrong. It's I different. Say, hey, it's different. It's different. I know. You slice your peanut butter. I mean, you spread your peanut butter with a spoon. Yeah, I do it with a butter knife. Yeah, Pete would always try to like teach us both ways. Yeah, you, you know? know, sometimes it happens. Yeah, and that was it. And that was one of the things he always tried to do. And it was weird at first, you know, trying to like yeah. training one way. Don't try to like all right. Hand. Now you're gonna learn lucha or something, and yeah. we're gonna work the other other way. And I'm like, yeah, switch arms that works. It's a completely different Dude, like I, thought, like you know, mind frame. Was, I was surprised when he let me in. Uh, he had a Apollo Cruz from Puerto Rico. Yep, <laughs> man, Apollo Cruz knew I was here. Um, El Leon Apollo, sorry. And he said, you know, oh, come down, and I came down with Fox. And um, as soon as I got there, you know, Joseph was like, yeah. He goes, get in your gear. Yeah, I was like, oh shit. Like that. <laughs> yeah, he great. just asked me like two questions, and you know, yeah, Apollo was just like behind me, and we was like, okay, yeah, I, I, I like trust him. I liked my time there. You know, PWA. Oh, cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. The fans. Very cool. So you go through all this, and now here we are today. You're cutting promos online. You come off bitter, you know, pissed off, annoyed. Total heel shit, which which is what I like. <laughs> I, I like I like the heel turn, you know. So, how did we get from that to this point now, where you are sprinkling salt all over the place? 
Uh, so I look at the fans and I try to see it as a fan's point of view when I watch wrestling. So do they want a cartoon character from something back in the 70s and 80s, you know, that is nostalgic? Or do they want something more relatable? I like something more relatable. I like Austin's attitude. I like Jericho's wit. I like how on The Miz was a fucking complete jerk. It was like you just mesh all of those. And I was like, yeah, it could just be pretty much me. I like bitter of already, like of life, of being uh, held back. So it's like I don't ask for things anymore. I just go and I just get it. I want it. I get it. <laughs> I said I was getting that championship. I got it. I said that I was, was going to be the forever champ. I've been champ since March. It's true. It's true. No one has no one has beaten me for it. <laughs> now here it is, right in the studio. It's right there, you know? chilling on the couch. That's it, relaxing in the lounge. But now you got the title back. You feel great about it. That's right. But still, where is the title? What do you mean back? What? What do you mean back? He's been the champ for two hundred eighty-four days. Right, you stolen or you were not the champ? Or? Yep, it, it was stolen from uh, from me. There you go. Wow. Stolen. stolen. Yep. Stolen. I traveled all New York searching for Wayno through all the golf courses. And <laughs> every time he just, he was ahead of me, man. He just got away. And then right at the last show last Saturday, he had nowhere to go. I defeated his boys. You know, they got the DQ'd because they couldn't, you know, get past me. And. Obviously, Wayno had a cheat. I was going to play a fair game as long as he did. But, uh, you know, I thought the ref would have just restarted the match, but he just res- uh, reversed the decision. All right. So, so now you got back. it back. You got it back. All right, so got the title back. You got it back. But the, here's the thing. Before we got off the tangent, you got the title back. Everything's full circle, but now you still are giving it back. What do you mean? Well, I mean, you said you're stepping away. Yeah, it's it's coming with me though. <laughs> so you're just you're <laughs> just taking this. So you're just gonna be like, "Fuck this shit!" I'm taking this. Do you not understand the hashtag forever champ? That means more to me because they, the fans, say it. So when I step away, if I don't lose in December, it's coming home with me. <laughs> and they can wait till I'm ready. And then maybe, just maybe, I'll sit and I'll watch the tapes and I'll decide if someone is worthy. Till wow. then, they have a mid-card belt and a tag team division they can focus on. <laughs> so you're just, he's just taking the belt and going home, goddammit. That's right. That's it. Wow. That's, That's it. it. It's that easy, huh? Well, I see it. Th- I see it right the there on the knows couch. It. About to take a call. There's three of us, man. What the hell? What do you say? That's it. We, you know what? We can split it's it like in two third. Podcast, though. We'll give Scott a side plate. Uh, you know? right. uh, or like just a strap. Wait till the coquito <laughs> hits you guys. <laughs> Let's write that in Suplex City. <laughs> We're going to stand up, probably fall right down. That's right. So now you've, you've reached the end of your time. You're taking time away. And like I said, you're coming off bitter, angry, you know, salty, some might say. What what makes you sick about the wrestling business 
that you've been cutting these promos, you know, because we've been talking now for, uh, it's been over a month now since we planned on doing this. And at that point you were like, I'm ready. <laughs> you were all fired yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Oh, you were all fired Rough up. Rough times. So man. I gotta know I'm what. Still there. I'm just not that fired up. I just gotta know what the fuck's going on. You know, uh, I'm just like sick what is of what I'm seeing. Uh, not really in a lack of product, but lack of caring and what they do. Everyone does the same, the same shit. They're either all wearing black, coming out to fucking metal, wanting to be some dark fucking cool guy. Or they're all bright colors. Hey, come on, high fives. I'm sick of that shit. And then you got guys that don't completely commit. And I got one. I said, no holding back. And, you know, no, he I actually <laughs> said something I said the other day. He had a nice jacket, but whatever. So fuck him. But. <laughs> wow. But his gimmick name, and if this draws him attention, it does. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, Danny Adam. It's like his character is some wastelander, yet he's wearing a satanic coat, and he's got a gas mask on, doesn't have a deep voice or a voice of a survivor, and then he fucking wears glasses in his promos, and it's like, do you fucking wear those to wrestle? No, then why are you wearing them? Like, separate that shit from then, you know, who, who the wrestler, who you are, who the story you're trying to sell, because right now I'm not fucking buying shit other than his, you know, he's doing good in the ring. I'm not going to take that away from him. It is defense. But, all right. What you were talking about having a deep voice, but if I could reference one person who had a mask and did not have a deep voice, that was Bane. Yeah. All right. But big ass dude. Hello, Batman. I guess, <laughs> but it's just, Oh, it just doesn't. I know, I, I know, I, I know. It. I just, I, I felt the same way about the. But that's but. how I felt about the movie. When you see Bane in real life, he's this yeah. giant ass dude. It looks like he just destroy you. But he's like, I don't know, Batman. Yeah, but that, that, that made the movie for me. Like, if he had a deep voice, dude, I don't know. It seemed weird, bro. That was it. Threw I it, it threw me it off. Threw it off, and I loved it. But I agree I with know. you about the like the glasses thing, for example. Like the douche, that should be a conscious decision to not, you know, obviously. You wear glasses. Yes. You, you ever seen a promo where I'm wearing one? No. no. No matter if I can't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> and most of the time it, I can't. It's just like, you just got to commit to it. Like, I'm a jerk, so I still give people shit when they come up to me wanting photos and they want to buy my stuff. I yell at them. I tell them. They, they walk right by me. I was like, hey, you can literally wear this shirt to do whatever. You got to do laundry, wear that shirt. You got to, you know, go food shopping, you could wear the shirt. Go quickly to the cemetery, boom. You need a shirt, wear my shirt. <laughs> you, you need something to put on the floor, you know, when you come out taking a shower, boom, my shirt. Just just buy it. True. Absolutely. Kids want pictures, I'm like, ugh. But, you know. Yeah. At the end of the day, but I'll, you I'll, still, I'll give, I'll give them the even when the cameras, per se, quote, unquote, stop rolling, you still... You know, if as long as you're still in the venue and in front of the audience, you withhold the gimmick. Or not withhold, yeah. that's not even the right word. You actually just, you still keep, no, you know. No one, no one, yeah. no one cares. It's like, as soon as their match is over, you got them sitting in the audience right there watching. It's like, what the hell are you doing? I saw, I've seen. Like, some, whatever happened is just sitting in the back. Yeah, I've seen Sorry, guys doing that at Battlefront. Sorry, you don't got a way to watch. 
Yeah. Why the hell are you circling around and sitting in the audience right after you just got your ass beat or whatever? I don't, I don't agree that they, they should be doing that. I'm with you. I never understood that. Unless you got a merch table and you're sitting there all beat up, whatever. But no, 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 in they, the audience. And then like, they'll go change and just walk back out there. Yeah, no one's going to recognize shit. them. Like, bro, like, you look like, like bro, Superman as much on, as Clark Kent does, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah bro. it's like, come on. I hear you. Like, I hear respect. you. You know? It's like, who's training these people? Although I could definitely say that I, I was definitely out there for like two seconds to see this barbed wire shit. And then I was like, nope, I can't do this. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't. Even, I can't watch I it. Watch I can't that. watch no. it. I tried. It literally took oh. two seconds, bro. What? They like hit him with a board that had mouse traps on it. And I was like, oh, I'm done. That. I'm fucking done. Nope. Nope. I was mm-hmm. like, I can't do this. Bye. I can't do this. <laughs> so you got the guys backstage not living the gimmick. And then you got backstage drama. You know? Oh, entitled people, bro. That's... Whether it's like who trained them or, oh, I'm better than this guy or I'm better than that or why am I not in that position? I'm like, bro, chill. This is the promoter story. If he just doesn't see you in that row, he doesn't see you in it. If he's got you in you're you're just beginning. Take your fucking matches. Earn your shit. Get your little spots. Work on your shit. On your craft. Not your shit. And, you know, and then, you know, if the crowd reacts to you on certain ways, you know, you start doing better. You try contributing. You yeah, know, but that doesn't whole, always happen. Exactly. But you got those guys that want to, you know, walk in. Oh, I'm big and bad. Blah, blah, blah. I can't be defeated. Like, okay. Who who said that? <laughs> Isn't that what Pac said to AEW? Scott. Maybe. I thought that was the whole thing. Like, go back to being a one, two, three kid. Yeah, that's why they did, he didn't do the original match with Hangman. Oh, I guess so. I guess so. And they yeah, ended up Dragon doing it overseas because whatever, what was it, uh, Dragon Gate? Yeah. They Dragon won't Gate. let, like, they don't want him losing a belt. And so, then he told AEW they won't, he won't lose to Hangman. You're saying, like, people backstage will be, like, based on who trained them, they'll think if they're better than somebody else yeah, in their head? Yeah, what they've done. Ow, oh, fuck. Man. Jesus Christ. Jesus Sorry. Yeah, I just sla- I smashed my name. We're good. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So when are you dr- you trained in Puerto Rico and then what? You moved up to the Northeast? How long did you wrestle in Puerto Rico for? I wrestled in Puerto Rico for three and a half years. Three and a half. Wow. Three and a half years. I worked up in IWA. I worked in WCW. I mean, yeah. WWC. WWC. Yeah, WWC. Well, Wrestling Council, I believe, yes. right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's right, man. You know, Carlitos. And yeah. Shit. I was going to say, yeah, the Colognes, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the fucking sky. <laughs> it's like he was there with his Romero yeah. I, I, I didn't know IWA was down there, though. <laughs> Looking for a state. I never, I never yeah, back in the day. Now they got uh, one back in Puerto Rico and one in uh, Florida. Okay. Now, I've never been to Puerto Rico, but I assume you did a lot of maybe outdoor matches, no? Oh, yes. Yes, yeah. dude. It, it is an amazing experience, dude. Yeah. And he like really, you can be really right hot. outside of buildings. Oh, dude, uh, right in a flea market. Oh yeah, noon. Dude, and I'm guessing it's like hundred degrees, dude. And I'm guessing that mat is like yeah. oh, if you're staying it too long on your back, you probably have to like get up immediately. I bet horrible. And then, you know, you get mad when you're working for the guys who got a black canvas because that's just holding <laughs> heat. Sounds like the Scots been in a ring before, man. Oh, man, everywhere. A black like, canvas, though. That's outside. That's kind of... Uh, yeah, man. I'm talking about, like, 
behind bars outside like political like buildings where they have like their little rally parties. Sometimes they'll, you know, rent out the company or whatever or buy the event and we just come in, we do the show there. Uh, we've been in front of um, what we would have here called bakeries and people are just getting drunk outside watching this shit and every time you have a hardcore match because that's just Puerto Rico <laughs> and drunk yeah. fans love it and that, that's just what it is and it's always the old timers that'll do it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and they're, those those fans are animals, man. So since I knew English, they were like, all right, we're going to play you off as an American. Right. But it was the whole, like, New Eurekan. So I was like, oh, I'm better than you. Yeah. Because I accept English. I accept the culture, blah, blah, blah. And then right. I just wave around the American flag and I'd speak of course. English. And they're like, ah, estamos en Puerto Rico, habla español. <laughs> I'd call them cucarachas, you know, with yeah, the oh roaches. Oh, my God. Yes. You know, because oh they don't accept God. it. I was like, you guys want to be independent, but you can't even support yourself without food stamps. America. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. Love wow. You. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> I see. That's pretty sick. The sky, only the sky would be bringing up the outdoor gimmicks, you know? Oh, yeah, dude. I don't know. I think about Puerto so, like, Rico and I think about the fields, lovely weather. People's, like, backyards. What? Oh, yeah. They'll, like, black parties. Man. Oh, man. Scott's out here killing it. <laughs> What was that? Stuff to Scott? No, 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 no. So, dude, uh, you had a big Q&A the other night, and you had a lot to say. I watched the Q&A that you did last week. Yeah. That's right. And, again, you were, uh, <laughs> you had, dude, did you see it, Frank? Yeah, I was the one who told you about <laughs> yeah, it. That's right. <laughs> Shout out the podcast. Yeah. Like, this gonna be no holds by this gonna be the whole podcast. You said you no holding back. No holding back, baby. You're just not asking the right questions, man. What do you mean? You know, it must what do you mean? You gotta ask I'm the not right, asking the right questions. You gotta question. fire him up. You're asking the right question, Frank. I don't know, man. Do you have any like <laughs> so, legitimate beef with anyone in the wrestling business? Like any promoters or anything that you want to air your side of the story that people think, oh, HBO is a dick, but you're really not a dick. And you want to just shed light on anything. Just feel free. I mean, but Scott's got questions for days, too. I, I wrote some stuff down, yeah. <laughs> oh, damn, he's got the list. <laughs> damn, Scott. Oh. The two I'm not sure. Though. All right, so it's like. <laughs> let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Oh no, he's clamming up. <laughs> no, man, you got twelve years, whatnot, right? Doing this, and everyone's always, oh, they get jealous. Oh, someone doesn't belong in certain spots, or why am me? Uh, let's say uh, NYCW. I never thought I would have been the first champ. I figured, you know, I was one of the top guys, but not ego-wise, just of what I saw in the locker room. Right. And that was, I don't want to say one of the first times I started feeling, like, uncomfortable, where I started, like, sizing people up, where I was like, I wanted to watch all of these guys. And I did. And a lot of them, you know, hyped me up. I felt, like, good, you know, because I was already getting to 
a point in life where I did want to step away from wrestling just completely. It was destroying, you know, my life. And I figured if this is bringing down, let's say, like my marriage, I'm just going to stop. And then not even two weeks down the line, everything's okay. I'm good to go. Whatever. I start doing it. A buddy of mine, Ronnie Ribs, who, you know, thinks he's like fucking hot shit. Love the guy. Love someone who has confidence in themselves, but there's just so much I can take where it's like, shut the fuck up. You're, you ain't shit. You know, he, he's very old school. He's very, he, he's all right. Like, I wouldn't be excited about having a singles match with him whatsoever. You know, likes to talk shit. And it's cool. You know, we're online. You never know how to read someone's fucking comment. You just read it. You just go by it. Oh, you're retiring. Oh, you want oh, fucking, like, sympathy. This is your way of, like, trying to get fans. And I'm like, bro, like, shut the fuck up. Right? This was the whole thing. Oh, he goes, oh, you know, I'm just fucking with you, blah, 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 blah. I was like, yeah, okay, why well, you're, like, getting upset about it. I'm just fucking responding. You're, you're talking to me on my fucking gimmick page. I'm going to fucking respond to you as I would. But it's my page, so I will comment the way I want. He doesn't like it. Whatever. We don't really talk. See each other like down the lines. Whatever. I had made the post on Facebook officially, you know. End of the year, I'm taking my fucking time off. I'm done, you know. I I can't stand the people who, you know, they're just jealous of someone instead of just being happy and understanding that it's the promoter's vision. And if you're not in that vision and the fans don't give a fuck about you, then why would they want to use you? Don't cry about not having that spot if you're not creating it. Man. And then he don't want to... (laughs) Wants to go on there. Wants to talk shit. I just give him the little middle finger emoji and he gets all sensitive about it, goes and makes a post on Facebook and can't even fucking tag me in it. I'm like, bro, is it really that fucking serious? Like, what are you upset at? I just took food off, you know, I just put food on your table. I'm not on the fucking market right now. You got more fucking opportunities. What the fuck are you complaining about? So you're saying that was directed at you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He could fucking deny it, but that shit was directed at me. He could have been man enough. You know, he wants to be man enough and post it. He wants to be the big tough guy. Can't even fucking tag me in it. It's like, bro, you're really that fucking upset? Like, you're giving me shit. I'm giving you shit. Why, Why can't you fucking, you know... You can't keep the banter going. Don't fucking go on your page. Oh, I unfriended him, blah, 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 whatever the fuck you had to say yeah, because yeah. I really didn't care about it. Don't, uh, yeah, that's fucked up. Don't take to your own personal page and yeah. then talk <laughs> shit and not say what you wanted to say, even though it's, you know, it's social media. Everyone likes to move their fingers. Oh, typing twi- away. Oh, Twitter fingers. Bullshit. Yeah, it's like, bro, just tag me. Pizza knows about that. You know, he's got he's got heat on Facebook. <laughs> bro, I'm off the market. That's more shit for you right there. That that's, should be you sliding your foot in the yeah, door. Yeah, you should be getting hungry. But I mean, you want it or you fucking want it? I don't know who this guy is. So I can't. <laughs> What'd you say his name was? Ron? Ronnie? Yeah. Yeah. You know. You know. You you've seen him at shows before. What's his name? Ronnie Ribs. Maybe if I see him, I would know. He just needs to be a bit more humble. Well, it's anyway. like people always ask me. It's like, dude, I'm just 
Come in, I do what the fuck I'm told. Get my envelope, chill with the boys, Batman. Drive back home, back to my real life. That's it. That's it. That's it. Least yeah, favorite promoter. Beef. Oh, Dan Gore, like Battlefront man. Oh, no. Dude, it's like I I, I kind of like the guy, but as a promoter, man, it's just I, wow. I just can't, man. He likes to change shit the last minute. It makes no fucking sense. It's just, it's like well, what what the fuck is going on? Wow. Last time I was at Battlefront on Saturday, I found a little card of yours. Four days. <laughs> had your picture on it. It was like a little card, bro. And it had you in your pose. It was like high voltage. Like a baseball card? Yeah. Oh, shit. It was, like yeah. it was sitting behind the TV. I was oh, like, what the fuck is this? It's fucking this. This guy's booking number on it. <laughs> it's got your booking number on it. Yo, what a this shit is that shit. I wish I kept that was it. That was, I think that was first. Oh, you should have. Should have fucking kept it. Yeah, I don't think it. I got anything on me. Damn. Ah, uh, you you missed out. <sighs> it was a fucking first edition. I put bro. it. Back, I put it back so I made sure you were, felt like you were in the locker room. <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> you even go. though I know you didn't want to be there. Apparently uh, not. Least favorite promoter. I, no, I would never want to guess that. I'd put myself up for that one. <laughs> uh, Damn. So who's the favorite promoter then in this case? Uh, Damn. It's probably it's easy to remember the bad ones, right? Yeah, yeah. man. It's like <laughs> shit. There's like two, but it's like I can't really pick because it's like they've both given me the same thing. They've given me the freedom that I would want with my character to go which way I feel the crowd is going with me. Well, if you got two, you know. It could be a time. We got room it's for right. two. Scott always gives two answers when he doesn't know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Has to be, well, then uh, Scott Fellows from TIW, Truly Independent Wrestling from Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Of course. I know I've then, heard of them before. Uh, the unknown owner of NYCW, who, you know, asked me, what did I want? And I'm like, I'm just going to go out there and do what I do and see how they feel about me. And then that's how I'll react to them. Wow. I'm all about giving them what they want, whether they like or they hate me. They're still chanting my name. So you're the people's champ. He is. The people, he's a champion he's the, for the people. The people's forever champ. That's right. Well, we'll see if he walks out of here tonight with it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh wow. Well, you got to get the oh, pin, bro? Man. So that was promoters. Was but as far as workers, who is, I'm going to go with favorite first this time. Who is your favorite person to work with? Where? At, anywhere. In your anywhere. entire career. That's also two. <laughs> if, if it's easier to do the least so, favorite no, first, you can no, do that no, one. it's like two just because one reminds me of the other. So in Puerto Rico, I had my cousin who, after a while, me, you know, going down the line, just pretty much being a stale wrestler, picked me up and we were talking and ended up finding out that we were, you know, like second or third cousins, whatever. And, you know, he took me under his wing and got me into more of a lucha style and more of a cruiserweight wrestling, which is what they like in Puerto Rico. Right. With some uh, strong style. And out here, it's been like with Fox because Fox always has a whole bunch of ideas and he's always like all over the place. So sometimes it's also like, shut the fuck up, like calm down because now you already lost me because you're over here, but now you're over there. And it's like, 
it's it's fun because it's like you you never know. But it's like I know him well enough that TIW we have a match this Friday, um this Saturday, and I'm excited about it. Whether win or lose, I'm excited about it because I know it's gonna be a, a well put together like match, right? Like from beginning to end, yeah. It's like I just it very little I get excited about matches nowadays, you know. Damn, you're at it's, that it's point not, now. <laughs> it's not go big or go home. It's I'm going home, so go big. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how long it'll be. It could be a month, two, three, four months, five. Maybe I won't be back for a couple of years. Who knows? No one knows. Well, now that we got your favorite, though, who's your least favorite? Oof. Kirby. Kirby Wackerman. Great guy, never but Kirby It's not Ronnie. No, 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 no. I'd rather wrestle Ronnie than wrestle Kirby. They, I had to wrestle him at a main event match, and guy could barely put together a popcorn match. I mean, his name's Kirby. Yeah, no, so, Ronnie at least on. could work. Yeah, yeah, Ronnie could at least work. This Which, guy, by the way, was, disclaimer: these are all the opinions of it was like one of those Omar, not, it's like one not of those, myself. It's like one of those matches where I go like old school, where it's like all right, begin and middle end. You want something? All right, I want something. All right, the rest will talk up there, and then the dude's just quiet and just going off what we said. I'm like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing. <laughs> Instead of talking their way through. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, all right, so let's just fucking go home, I guess. <laughs> no, no connection. No, you yeah. know, quick. Yo, let's do this. That, no, nothing. I'm like, oh, man, this is not a main event match. And then I go to the back. And so it's like, oh, good match, Omar. And I'm like, yeah, don't don't fucking lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> said it to I know it was people. the shits. <laughs> I've said it to many people. I was like, yeah, don't, don't fucking lie to me, please. <laughs> like, let's not do this. Oh no! I know, I know that wasn't good. Wackerman. You suck. <laughs> Did you get like pissed off and just stiff the fuck out of him in the match? Or no, no, I kept it civil. You know, Do you have, have you ever was... gotten pissed off and just purposely stiff someone right to hell? Oh yes. If so, <laughs> yes. Who, who was it and why? Oh shit! Why did that fucker get his fucking head clocked off by yeah. HVO? Frank, did you yeah. initiate it or was it? It was reason? once. It was in a battle royal. It was quick. It was. Yo. It was a dick move, but he's a dick, and it's a dick, <laughs> dick lane, and it. I just couldn't stand his shit. He was like wearing a Deadpool clothing, but he had like Wolverine chops and a fucking. Was this Danny dick, Adam? No, oh. no, that, that <laughs> Dick Lane. <laughs> Come on. A dick Lane? Oh, I don't know. He said his name. He, he, like, dick Lane. he had like the Deadpool like jumpsuit and he had the Wolverine chops, but he had like a headband and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And so he just got a quick forearm, bam, and I just kept working around. I was like, all right, I'm good now. <laughs> so he just gave a quick stiff yeah, one. Yeah, quick stiff one. <laughs> walked around, all right. <laughs> Let's play nice on this corner. That's right. Float like a butterfly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sting like a bee. <laughs> and then that, that was the first and the end of it. Wow. Who would have thought? I'd never even heard of these guys. Dick Lane, Kyle Wackerman, oh. Kirby Wackerman. It's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of people, man, in independent wrestling. I guess so. Oh. And sometimes it happens, but it's like, what is it? A tag match I had with Ty Shine and like Rhode Island against the Middlesex Express. Got stiffed the fuck up. I was like, oh shit. All right, boom. When it was my turn, boom, boom. And I was like, oh man, I kind of feel like a dick. All right, Ty, your turn. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, See, I, got, he, I got I got torn off, bro. It's always guaranteed to give up. a receipt or what? Is uh, that standard? It's standard, rank? yeah. It's standard, but I'm not that guy. Boom, some shit happens. Yeah. yeah. You know? I've been, I've I been, don't feel it's intentional. Something happens. Boom. All right, you came in too hard on the tackle. Boom, whatever. I'll sell your strength. But if I saw you come in and you fucking throw it in your shoulder, okay. Because I All see right, some guys that just you. work stiff every match. Yeah, bro. Oh. It's like, at what point does the other guy decide to just, like, give him a receipt? And then at that point, it's just, like, receipt, bro, some dudes, receipt, yeah. receipt, receipt. Yeah, it's, it's not just, fun, bro. It's, you get just receipts point where back like, and forth. Yeah. It's not like, all right, this is your boy. We could go a little hard. No, this is like, yo, we're about to fucking stop and go. <laughs> go outside. Fuck out this ring. Let's Not even get outside. Line. I've seen dudes get all fired up before, you know, just going to Battlefront shows with you. Storming out, you know, sitting outside all quiet, whining. Listen, I know what you're talking about. It happens. About. It's a man sport. Yeah. It is a bad sport. Wrestling is Big not for the week, you know? <laughs> if you got an ego, stiff, whatever, you, you go outside, uh, whatever. It's cool. Yeah. Show the fuck out. Yeah. Absolutely. Unless the guy's staring at you at the end of the room, drilling you afterwards, and doesn't want to talk to you, then just chill the fuck out. Right. Well, if you had one last thing to say to, you know, I don't know if you want to call your haters, your followers, I don't know. I mean, I just want to, if you had one last thing you need to get off your chest or one thing that people need to know or that we maybe didn't cover that you thought was vital, to your story, what would that be? My motivation to do me, the best me. Because at the end of the day, you still have haters. And at the end of the day, you just got to shove your middle finger in their face and say, hey, I'm still going to fucking do me. That's it. It's like I tell people, you know, they, they get ridiculous when they go to take their selfie, right? Someone goes to walk by, oh, they put their phone down. The fuck up. Put your phone up. Take your selfie. You want it? Take your selfie. That's me in life. I want it. I'm just going to take it. And then you get people, you know, that, like I said, that they just complain about shit, you know? Oh, why are you this? Why are you that? And then I just got to get in their face about it. Damn. If you ain't going to fucking take it, I'm going to fucking take it. That's right. And if I want to take a step away, that's what I'm going to do. That's right. That's it. You got a problem with it, hit me up. Call right now. That's right. Tell me you why can. you got a problem with it. You could. You uh, could. Unretired. Who the fuck are you to tell me? So far, we only had Jeremy. Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy. He is persistent. I think Jeremy's got his uh, fingers on the phone right now. I think Have there been any comments, him. any questions on the, from the no, Facebook? Nope. All right. Some people just, you know, chiming in HVO, HVO. Nice. Oh, nice. That's because they is. know I live in a three foot radius. If it doesn't affect my life, I don't give a fuck about it. Yeah, you know, it ain't paying my bills. It ain't keeping me fed. Yeah, some sure. people don't. Some happy. people don't separate the wrestling life. Right. Yeah. You know, um, you know. You have to. Well, let me ask you a question. We talked about a lot of things. <laughs> How would you feel about trying to stump the Scott? <laughs> I got one as a joke one because it's an obvious one, but he should 
Everyone should be able to figure. I think out. we should play but a little stop the Scott. I got some questions. I mean, hopefully, I get it. I don't know. My track record is not that great. You have any questions, PC? Well, we'll find out. So we're gonna play stump the Scott. Oh, he's, got he's the smartest. You don't have any brains. I'm from Hollywood. I have the brains. He's unstoppable. Nobody in the whole world can beat me one on one right now. It's the hottest game show around. It's Stump the Scott. And now, your host, Bud Griffin. That's right. We're back for another edition of Stump the Scott. In studio, we have special guest High Voltage Omar. I'm Bud Griffin, and we're going to play Stump the Scott right here. So coming up first with question number one. We're going to give it to our special guest. He is the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. He is High Voltage Omar. Thank you for having me here today. All right, my first question is, what is the only title that the WWE lets Kofi Kingston hold for more than a few short months? Scott, 30 seconds on the clock. The time starts now. I mean, you have to decipher, I guess, a few short months. But anyway, Bud, it's good to see you. Thank you, Scott. Hi, Walter Jomar. Glad you could be here today. Frank Knox, always a pleasure. Um, So, I mean, it was more than a few months because he won it this year at WrestleMania. So I'm just going to say the WWE Championship. I mean, he held it from April 7th to October 4th of this year, 2019. That's a few months. That's like more than almost six. Almost six. It's wow. almost six months. Is he correct? Uh, that, that wasn't where I was going with it, but I would think the tag. Uh, I was going with the tag team yeah. titles. No, well, you, God. you know what? You know what? He's tag, right. Tag team titles. I, I was thinking no, current. No, he's right. no, but he's right. They did held. He did. He, with the th- was well, like a full year or <laughs> the first one. They held the tag team title wow! for over yeah. 400 days. Well, Scott, we have to. Anyway. We got to rebuttal. Sorry. Maybe I've had too much to drink. All right. <laughs> this has happened this every day. We talk about this all the time. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I think he gets contact time. I think what happens is the Scott is going to be the smartest and then drinks out of the tree houses and it clearly is not the smartest. Bud Griffin here, and we're about to play Stump the Scott. Frank Knox, you're up. Scott, all of these men won the WWE World Heavyweight Championship for the first time during a 90s Survivor Series, except, and the choices are, Psycho Sid, The Rock, The Big Show, or Triple H. Would you like him to repeat the question, Scott? No, actually, I don't. 30 seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. Because The Rock won it at Survivor Series 1998. Psycho Sid won it at Survivor Series 1996. Big Show won it at Survivor Series 1999. So the correct answer would be Triple H, who won it on a Raw the night after SummerSlam 1999. Wow! The Scott answered the whole question with details. He's correct! I know, extra credit, right? Come on. <laughs> the sky, you've done it. You finally finished the question in less than 30 seconds with the right answer today. All right. Well, guys, I guess it's my turn. Bud Griffin here, and we're about to play Stump the Scott. Scott, are you ready for your third question? I'm ready. 
Frank, are you ready? I'm ready. Electrifying man, are you ready? Estoy listo. I think that means I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Scott, who held the WWF title for a total of two minutes and seven seconds? I repeat, who held the WWF title for a total of two minutes and seven seconds? Your options are Bret Hart, Kane, Hulk Hogan, and Yokozuna. 30 seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. So before you said those choices, he was Yokozuna first came to my head. I was thinking WrestleMania 9 when he beat Bret Hart and then lost it to Hulk Hogan. Um, you said Hogan was a choice. I don't remember him having that short of a reign. Um, the other two names, I don't even remember what you said. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna stick with Yokozuna because that was my gut before you did multiple choices. So I'm gonna say Yokozuna, final answer. Well, Scott is right again. He is now two correct and one incorrect answer. High voltage. Do you have another question for the Scott? Yeah, but it's not as in, in detailed. That's all right. Bring it on. <laughs> the Scott says to bring it on. Let's find out if high voltage Omar can do the impossible and stop the Scott. All right, in 96, who did the New Age Outlaws defeat to win the tag team titles? 30 seconds on the clock, and your time starts now. All right, so it's a trick question because if you look it up, the correct answer is no one because it was really, if you're trying to ask the question, it was 1997, and the New Age Outlaws defeated the Legion of Doom. It was 97, not 96. So, whoa! So we got a question. fact check. We got a fact check? Yes, it was 97 when the New Age Outlaws won the first tag team titles from the Legion of Doom. It was not 96. Well, they weren't formed until 97, so. So, come on. They, were, they didn't even exist in 96. Come on. Scott, you are on fucking fire right now. Three and one. We might as well get one more question, and Frank, what do you say? All right, let's do it. Frank Knox is ready. Are you ready to play Stump the Scott? I mean, he wasn't even Rockabilly yet in 97. <laughs> um, by what, name, by what name did Jim the Anvil Neidhart go as under the masked wrestler? Who? There you go. Who's on first? What's on second? Up. What? Uh, you don't even have to right. play the music. It's who? You got it right. Who? Oh, this is my night tonight. I can feel it. That was the same. <laughs> Jim the Anvil Neidhart came out to a yellow mask and went by the name of who? <laughs> well, I guess the sky is one. He's back. The sky, you got four questions out of five correct. This is why I signed the contract to the show, by the way. <laughs> oh, wow. I can't believe this guy. He's up. He's done it. He's up. He's done it. The boyhood dream. The boyhood dream <laughs> is back. It's going to come true. <laughs> well, I'm really impressed. I mean, I feel like maybe this is on the way to go. Maybe you're on the up and up. Maybe. Do I have one more question? I... No, you don't. Oh, okay. You want well, one more? I mean, that's... I, mean I, 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 I thought he had one more. You did two. Didn't you do yeah. two? I he's thought he was going to do two. Yeah, There's yeah. no need. You already are. You clearly won. Oh, we usually do six questions every time. Doesn't matter. Oh. Somebody give me a Survivor Series question off the top of your head. Come on. Hey, yo. 
It's HBO High Voltage Omar. You are listening to the top podcast around to be blunt with your host. He's your Another episode of To Be Blunt. We had technical difficulties, but PZ asked me who was the troubleshooting referee at the Survivor Series 94 casting match. Walker, Texas Ranger himself, Chuck Norris, is the answer to that question, by the way. So uh, I get one more correct answer. Thank you. Oh, okay. One more on the board. <laughs> wow. Scott is wow. hijacking the show with oh, this, wow. you know, his trivia. And he wow. asked himself the question. Nobody even asked him that question. I know. Well, right. Let me ask you a question. Do we have anyone from voted for Das? I will check it out. We need to know the results. I mean, it's already at the end of the show here. We're going to find out right now. I want to know. The audience thinks you had how many? Three votes. Just three? Yeah. Oh, and I, and I, and I, and we went, and we had 60 salt. We got four votes. Where is it? Oh, somebody snuck in. We got four votes. It's a tie. Oh, there it 50, is. 50-50. The tie. Tie. Somebody's got to, like, oh, boy. break the tie right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Who did, we're at a tie. A tie. <laughs> okay. Well, we're at a tie. What do you want? I guess, uh, do we call that a win? Tie goes to the runner? I mean, usually. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Right, what'd you think? You were shooting all day. Is it gas or trash? I'll give it the gas. Why not? Give it the gas. Uh, I guess that's it. There it is. Congratulations, Congratulations. Congratulations. It's a win. We're going to feature it on the website. We'll embed your SoundCloud player right on the front page. That's right. We'll give you a little free promo. Until next week, 2B Blunt Podcast. Make sure you review and subscribe to our podcast. Add us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at 2B Blunt Podcast with the number two. That's right. I am your host, PZ, in studio, Frank Knox, the Scott High Voltage Omar. We'll see you next week on the 2B Blunt Podcast. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. No, it's from Geico because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.